Okay, let's move on now to TV movie of the week. I should say, for transparency, that we've been joined by Anna's cat, uh, Vlad, um, who has uh, made himself uh, known. Um, so I, I, I don't know if um, Vlad has any particular uh, opinions about this week's films, Anna, but do do let him to ha- have fair comment, you know, as and when. Listen. We post the dozen best films on subscription-free TV on our social channels every week. The selection this week's includes Election, Mean Girls, The Descent, Force Majeure, the 2014 version, and The African Queen. Um, Andy says, it's Raiders for me. Absolute classic. I'm with you, Andy. My five-year-old loves it too. We fast forward through the scary and overly violent bits, just like the end sequence. I make him shut his eyes. He isn't tied to a pole, though. (laughs) Well done, Andy. Uh, yeah, Ra- Raiders, especially the ending, is um, it's a tough film, isn't it? It's it's not the family film. Uh, Vlad, can you can, can you just give me a thought on um, certification in the nineteen eighties as 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 uh, pertains to Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> so Vlad, like a like a proper Spanish man, is continuously interrupting me while I'm working, <laughs> and will not shut up about <laughs> certification. I do apologize. Bless him. What is that? <laughs> no, don't apologize. Never apologize for animals. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, next, we have uh, Misha who says, Force majeure for me. A brilliant family satire with an avalanche, no pun intended, of jet black icy humor and a subtle hint of tragedy. Ian Simpson says, The Anderson Tapes is the second non-bond Connery I saw after Hell Drivers, and I was in awe. Imposing master thief Connery, young Christopher Walken, that Quincy Jones score, an overlooked Sidney Lumet gem. Patricia Morris is uh, very uh, brief but to the point. She says, African Queen, of course. Uh, the Cerise blog says, Mean Girls, all day, every day. And the doubleheader of high school set satires. Election is handily one of the best films ever made. But Mean Girls was an integral part of my teenage years. In a way, election can never match. Jerry Strachan says, it's got to be only you. Another excellent performance from Cheltenham's finest, Josh O'Connor. So that's the usual suspects, Anna. Um, what are we going for this week? I mean, oh my God, there's so many good films on that list. Aside from Raiders, which you and Vlad have a lot of opinions on, um, every single one of these films I would recommend. They're all excellent. It's, it's Okay, it's going to be really tough picking. So I'm going to pick one that perhaps um, people don't know that much about. Because after all, let's use this platform to encourage people to seek out a film they might not have seen yet. So I'm going to go with Dogs Don't Wear Pants. From, mm. It's a Finnish film from 2019. Have you seen it, Rufus? No, no. Tell me more. It's it's an extraordinary drama. It's kind of set. It's all about grief. It's about loss. It's about a widower who gets involved with this um, kind of emotionally stunted dominatrix. It's set in a BDSM scene. I saw it in Cannes when where it premiered, and I've I've seen it a, a number of times since then. I've written about it. I mm. think it's just such a wonderfully constructed drama. And it's it kind of has this superficial, kind of glossy, kinky setting. But that's the least interesting thing about it. It's all about these two emotionally crippled, crippled characters who find each other in this very unusual setting. It's almost like a romantic comedy, except it's not really funny. It's more emotional. Um, and that's on a 10 past 1 on Sunday in Film 4. And I re- I'd really love people to see it more. I think it's a, it's a really small 
indie film. It got a it got a tiny independent release. And you know what? Out of all of these amazing films, obviously Election, classic. I love Mean Girls, love Clueless, and you know. Raiders. We don't really need to talk that much about that yet. Everybody loves Raiders. But... I know Raiders is such a perennial, you know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, do we need to revisit Raiders again? Sure. Great. But if we can discover a small but really powerful indie film, mm. then my pick is Dogs Don't Wear Pants. Good call. I remember Mark actually picking out that film uh, when it came out originally, and so that's definitely that's definitely going on the list. I'm on a I'm on a bit of a, a Danish tip at the moment in terms of in terms of my cinema i just saw another round which won the best foreign film at the oscars which is mm. extraordinary and and a film called clown have you ever seen a film called clown anna clown with a k it's no i don't think i have In 2010 a danish film it's one of the funniest most uncomfortable films i've ever seen it's about a guy who takes i do like all those things yeah it's a, it's a guy who takes his son on a sort of weekend kayaking trip and brings his extremely inappropriate best mate with them. And it is transgressive and hilarious and everything, uh, everything that British comedy thinks it does. But actually the Danes do it slightly, slightly better and slightly grimmer, I think. Um, and so, I, yeah, I, I, having, having been on a, on a Danish tip, I think I'll just keep heading north to, uh, to Finland and, 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 and watch that. The four worst movies on TV next week might be Police Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach, Police Academy 6, City <laughs> Under Siege, a theme is developing, Bride Wars, or Batman versus Superman, Assignment Miami Beach. No, Dawn of Justice, but it might as well be. Um, let's go through some correspondence. Jill Jones says, Sorry, Bride Wars is a classic of its kind and probably one of the first things I ever saw Chris Pratt in. I won't have a word said against it. All right, Jill, noted. Uh, Kurt Milner says, A tough choice between Police Academies 5 and 6. But my sister took me to see 6 in the cinema as a child, which reminds me, what with one thing and another, that being in the cinema, seeing anything is great. So it has to be 5. Uh, Wonko the Sane, great name, crazy name, crazy guy. The only redeeming features of Police Academy 5 assignment Miami Beach and Police Academy 6, City Under Siege, is the fact that they are not both Police Academy 7 mission to Moscow. Uh, Steve Anderson, Batman versus Superman, almost as bad as when George Clooney and Arnie had a go. And finally, uh, Michael Keating says, uh, I know it should be one of the Police Academy films, but neither of them cost $300 million. So that one. Um, I think he's probably referring to Batman and Superman there. Uh, that is quite a list. Uh, Anna, um, uh, who are we uh, chopping the head off this week? I I love that every time, I think the last couple of times I've done this show, there's always been a Police Academy film on this list. I don't know if this is on purpose. I don't know if anyone... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's like the Ravens at the Tower of London. You know, you have to have the Police Academy films on this. Otherwise, uh, otherwise the, the, the world will end. It actually makes me want to revisit all the Police Academy films. So I think this section is doing the opposite of what it's trying, of what it's aiming <laughs> A BFI for. BFI retrospective, you mean? Listen, yeah. I will. I do this thing with uh, with my friend Ruby, where we we call them film fiestas. So we just pick a theme or an actor, or, a, or usually an actor or a theme, and we watch four, five, six films in a day, uh, and cook and make cocktails. And maybe okay. maybe we'll do that with the Police Academy films. Maybe it's time to revisit this, but. 
I think the first three are genu- they genuinely stand up. They got Bobcat Goldthwait, yeah. who I am obsessed with, and is now a a serious independent director in his own right. He I, is. They got something to offer. Yeah. I don't know four, five, six, but. I feel quite protective of Police Academy. Yeah, because I re- I remember really I I didn't necessarily grow up on these films, but I do remember having a lot of the sequels kind of on 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 VHS, <laughs> and as especially the the seventh one, Mission to Moscow. So I think I kind of saw them in a weird reverse order. <laughs> is that the one with Kim Cattrall in it? Oh, I don't. Oh, is she? I think Kim is she in it? One of them. I do remember seeing them kind of out of sync. So I think I saw Mission to Moscow first and then I eventually worked myself up to the good ones with the first couple of films. <laughs> well, it's like the Star Wars movies. The narrative is, is complex and uh, unchronological. But uh. to the point, I, I have to agree with that last email. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, no redeeming thing about this film. In fact, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to get so much hate for this on Twitter. I don't care. I will stand by it because I recently rewatched Batman and Robin. Batman v Superman is worse than Batman and Robin. Oh, my word. That's big talk. That's fighting talk. Because it is 144 minutes long. And that is 143 minutes too long for that film. It is long. It is bloated. It is Boring, which is the worst thing a film like that could be, is that you're over serious and you're boring. It is genuinely nobody watch it. Interesting, isn't it, how far DC has come, uh, you know, between Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice and then something like Suicide Squad. Uh, It feels like the pennies finally dropped, you know, for that for that empire that actually a bit of a bit of wit wouldn't go amiss. And, you know, you can sometimes just turn off the rain machine. And, uh, and and you know, stop the monochrome, <laughs> and inject a bit of yeah. Uh, let let go of the stop it. of the of the slow motion button. We we yes. don't need that much slow motion. Yes, it's okay. Exactly. Exactly.